Welcome to another episode for Vente al Cafecito. I have my cafecito here ready to go with our next topic. I got some feedback on my first episode, so I'm going to try to talk a little bit slower today. I was a little nervous and try to reduce the background noise. Um, I just can't sit still, apparently, so I know you can hear me moving around in my chair. So I will do my best not to do that today. And today I want to talk about cultivating worthiness and self-love. When I On my first episode, I mentioned that me and you and every single person that's listening to this is worthy of the best life and having the life of their dreams. And I truly mean that and believe that. And I didn't always think that. I didn't always think like that. I remember um, my first year right out of high school working for a law firm and being around all these people who had degrees. And I was just this like kid in my, you know, vans <laughs> working at a law firm, um, working the reception desk and making coffee and copies and making mistakes and not knowing what I was doing. And I just really felt less than in that environment. And for years, I felt so out of place being there. But it was my job and I had to keep going back even though I wanted to quit um, 99% of the time. But I'm so grateful that I stuck it out because I remember like trying to leave and trying to find other jobs in different fields, but I would not get called back or something wouldn't work out. And, and it just, I was stuck. I felt like I was stuck in that job. And looking back, I think about it and I, I, and I really believe that I believe in God. You know, I, I don't push my religious beliefs on anyone, um, you know, with the universe, higher power, whatever you believe in. But in my case, I really believe that God was keeping me there because I just was not done and I needed to continue to learn and grow and become the person that I am today. And like I mentioned in my first episode, I am a little impatient. So it's hard for me to not get what I want when I want it. But I just had to do it and I had to stick it out. And it wasn't until I was moved to a receptionist position and I was given the opportunity to try and assist the attorneys with with other projects and actually help with their case development and just support the attorneys on a, you know, on a higher level that I realized like, hey, I actually am pretty smart and I can do this and maybe I should consider going to school. And I had an old boss who she was absolutely amazing. And she was the one that was like, why aren't you in school? Like, why are you here like just working you know such an entry-level position like you should be in school you can become a lawyer you can do whatever you want like there's no reason for you not to be in school and I remember like she kind of planted the seed and I was like well maybe I should go back to school and I was already doing makeup I was in cosmetology school at the time and um because according to me that's what I wanted to do like that's what I was going to do I was going to leave the law firm eventually and just be a full-time makeup artist and cosmetologist but Makeup itself is my passion. Cosmetology, like all the aspects of it isn't. So I just was so conflicted by it. And I just decided to try it. And I ended up enrolling at Pasadena City College in their legal studies department. And the first year was amazing. Like I I remember I had straight A's. I was taking full-time classes. I was working full-time. I was really young and I didn't have any kids. I didn't have any like responsibilities other than my job. So it was pretty easy to do that for me. But I was like kind of impressed with myself. And I was like, oh, I can do this. Like I actually can go to school. Like I am worthy of being here. And I had told myself this story when I was in high school. I don't even know when it started, but I used to believe that I was not worthy of going to college. 
I really believe that a lot of people who are first generation, we just don't feel worthy of being here sometimes, or we feel like we need to prove a point that, you know, we deserve being here and we end up working and working and working and working and just to prove that point that we deserve to be here, but we don't pursue higher things that we really want. And I don't think that's fair. I think that if you want to do something, you should go for it and try it. And it doesn't matter how big the dream is. Like if you want to apply to an Ivy League school, work your ass off and apply to it. You're worthy of it. You know, you, that is like the highest form of self-love is going after your dreams and not stopping until you achieve them. And you might not end up where you thought you were going to end up, but you might end up somewhere better or your dreams might change or you might have a change of heart. But there's nothing worse than just staying stuck and not going after what you want. And then looking back on your life and realizing, I didn't do this and I always wanted to do this. And that's like the biggest regret, you know? I, I think you should. we should all live our lives with no regrets and just going after the life of our dreams. So for, for me, that's part of self-love and being, and being worthy of it. So now whenever I'm having a hard day or, you know, I'm being really hard on myself, I just think, to myself and I say if my best friend was calling me telling me these things how what advice would I give her I wouldn't tell my best friend that you know she's being dumb or that she's being stupid or like a lot of the things that we tend to tell ourselves I wouldn't do that to my best friend so why am I doing that to myself why am I um, talking down to myself or why do I have these limiting beliefs about myself I treat myself the same way that I would treat my best friend and when I started doing that I started realizing you know, my self-worth and self-love and that there's so much more than just being so hard on yourself all the freaking time. Like I used to be like that all the time. I was so hard on myself. I would make a mistake and I would literally dwell on it for days and days and days. And now I just don't. Like if I make a mistake, I own up to it. Um, You know, we're not perfect. We all can, we all have the possibility of growth and and not staying stuck, and I'm always trying to grow and become a better person, I own up to my mistake, and then I let it go and move on. And the same thing with the people around me. If you make a mistake towards me, like, I'm not going to hold that against you. Like, we're just going to, you know, if you if you accept it and recognize it and try to do better, then we just move on and move forward. And I strongly believe that you should always treat yourself like if you were talking to your best friend, because you will be speaking to yourself with so much more love when you do that. And part of cultivating that worthiness and that self-love is also accepting that you are enough exactly the way that you are. Um, You're not going to be enough when you lose 10 pounds. You're not going to be enough when you're done with your education. Like You're literally enough right now at whatever stage in your life you are. And whatever is meant for you and is truly for you is not going to be messed up by anything that you do. I, I tell that to myself pretty often um, because I tend to be an overthinker. So I, whenever I am in that space where I'm overthinking and I do remind myself that whatever is truly meant for me is not going to be messed up by anything that I do. And it's just a further reminder that I'm enough exactly as I am. And as long as I'm still, I'm always working to be a better person um, and there's nothing wrong with the person that I am. And I deserve that love for myself and from anyone that's around me. So just to recap on what we've been talking about, because I feel like I've been kind of all over the place um, for this topic of self-love and cultivating worthiness. It's so important to one, have people around you. And I talked about this in the first episode where 
when you're going through these life changes, you sometimes have to cut people out of your life. Um, and it's hard because sometimes it could be family members or it could be friends that you've had for a very long time. But sometimes friendships, relationships, they run its course and you end up you know, outgrowing them or having to cut them out of your life. And finding like your squad, finding your people that are going to be supportive of your growth is so important. And finding people that are going to um, help you in that growth and support you in that growth and believe in you. Like having somebody that believes in you is so important for your growth and for achieving your goals. If I didn't have the bosses that I had um, when I was first starting out at the law firm, uh, my first, one of my first bosses, she changed everything for me. She really did. Like she would sit down with me for hours and hours and we would have lunches and, and we would talk about different topics and she would just showed me a different side of the world. You know, at the time I was only 21, I want to say 21, 22. And I believe she was like 60 years old. She had just turned 60 and she was a partner at, at the firm and she had experienced a whole different world than I had. And she also came from immigrant parents and she herself was an immigrant too. So I was able to relate and understand that you can achieve the goals that you want, you know, and even my bosses, the bosses that I've had since then, um, one of my bosses recently, like he really pushed me to my limits and sometimes it was really hard, but if I wouldn't have gone through that experience of working there, I worked there for like three years and I was kind of like, thrown to the sharks, as you say. And he would like, if something was going on with the firm, his response was figure it out. You can do it. I believe that you can do it, but you need to figure this out or you need to fix this. And this is your responsibility. And it was like the amount of pressure that I had, but I knew that it didn't come from a bad place and that he believed in me, but it was like really hard sometimes. Um, But if I didn't have that, I wouldn't grow. Even now, you know, with this podcast, if I wouldn't have the people around me that are being supportive and are, are saying like, yeah, you can do this, go for it. Like, I wouldn't do it. I'm nervous about it. It's I'm putting myself out there and putting my personal experiences out there and it's nerve wracking for me, but I have an amazing support system that just tells me that I can do it and believes in me. And that just makes a huge difference. So knowing who your squad is, who your people are, who your support system is, is so important because you know, it's, it helps in the journey and it just helps you with your self-love and with your worthiness. And then the other thing as well is just being gentle with yourself and talking to yourself, you know, the same way you were to your best friend. Like that's going to make a huge difference. If you speak to yourself with kindness, if you speak to yourself with the utmost respect, um, it just makes a huge difference in the way that you see yourself and in the way that other people see you and treat you as well. And lastly, like just accepting that you are enough as you are, and there isn't any need for you to change or become someone else or, or, you know, lose weight or finish school or none of those things. Like you are perfect the way that you are. Um, as long as you're always trying to do better and be a better person, it just makes the biggest difference in the world. So this is going to be kind of a shorter episode. I'm still trying to gauge to see how long these episodes are going to be. The aim is like, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. I'm not sure. I don't want it to be too long. Um, But this is kind of where we're going to end it today. So don't forget to tune in for the next episode here on Vente al Cafecito. Bye.